Here's the thing. Trump will tell you he has all the best words and that he probably learned them while at the best schools. But I wonder how many times he's used the word tremendous since he's been president. No, I don't have the answer to that question. I don't know how I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you how many times uh, Trump has used the word tremendous since he's been president. But I don't have the answer for that. I'm sure if we looked around, we could find a statistician somewhere who has analyzed his uh, use of particular verbiage throughout his presidency and give us give us probably a pretty good estimate of how many times he's used that word, but I don't have the answer. I just know it's been a tremendous number of times that he's used it. And, um, it's, it's just part of, part of his act, part of what he does. Um, you know, um, I mean, uh, hyperbole is a big part of, um, Trump's role. I mean, his, uh, his personality. Hyperbole is a, a tool for him. I mean, he uses it uh, nonstop all of the time. And I mean, what else would you expect from somebody who builds grandiose hotels and sells himself? I mean, he's got, he has to do it. He has to sell himself as the greatest thing. He has to sell himself as bigger than life. This whole, uh, you know, him winning the presidency does nothing but pad his ego even further. And that's, I mean, that's, that's what's to be expected. I don't know why you would expect anything else. Well, I, let me be, I got to have to be honest with you. I, there's something I have to walk back um, since, our, since the last episode. During my last episode, I was talking about Trump being inarticulate. And I made, uh, I said that he was probably the most inarticulate president since my time since in my time anyway. And, um, during that statement, I mentioned something about George Bush and I mentioned that George Bush was probably, uh, I, I never, um, considered him to be a very articulate president. And I was, I was trying to make a comparison between the two that maybe, um, you know, they were both about on the same level. But since that last episode, GW Bush, um, released, um, uh, released a statement about the pandemic and calling for just, you know, describing the pandemic and calling for the nation to unify around this tragedy uh, in much the same way as we have around other tragedies in our past. So, you know, hearing that and seeing um, the statement put out by GW, it makes me feel like I just have to completely walk back that I would even mention his name in the same breath with uh, Donald Trump. Because I, I think if you compare the two, you can see that even somebody like George W. Bush is miles above where um, Trump is when it comes to leadership. I mean, you don't have to look very far to find the proof in that. Uh, George W. Bush releases this statement about the pandemic and how we should, it should not be a partisan issue and that we should unify behind efforts to alleviate the pandemic and work together to find uh, 
a cure for what's what's happening out there. And how does how does Donald Trump respond? I mean, his response is quite telling. I mean, especially in the sense of leadership, when you think about leadership, because that's that's sort of how I want to view things here. No matter what you say about George W. Bush, no matter what your beliefs are about George W. Bush uh, with uh, the war in Iraq and and what his administration, how his administration affected um, our culture socially, how his administration affected things. At least he uh, attempted to be a decent leader, in my mind. Sure, we were divided on political lines and on political ideology. Of course, there were issues and there were lies and there were problems. But GW at least tried to unify people to some degree. You see his leadership style in the statement that he released. And this, this, this episode is nothing about G.W. Bush, and I'm, I'm going way too far, I think, with uh, describing him as a, uh, a leadership figure because uh, there, there's more to it than, than just the statement that he released uh, recently. But what, the, what that statement does point out is that um, he understands that no matter how divided we become on political issues, there are some things that are not a political issue, and uh, things like this pandemic are not political issues. And this, this is the time that a good leader would step back and try to recapture the American spirit and unity among America, Americans and bring people together. But Trump won't do that. His ego will not let him do that. I mean, you see that in his response to George W. Bush's um, statement. Uh, he, uh, Trump releases a tweet uh, that does nothing other than um, criticize George W. Bush and, you know, his action or inactions during the impeachment. Put this all in perspective and listen to what Trump is saying here. Okay, you've got one president, who, uh, one Republican president, past Republican president, who has released a statement about the pandemic and asked people to unify uh, around this disaster and to, to not make it a partisan issue. And what does Trump do? Uh, he makes it a, he, he makes it a battle line. Trump can't take the lesson and and try to turn this thing around. Instead, he criticizes Bush for not supporting him during the impeachment. So but for so for some reason, I mean, this this clarifies the point even more is that Trump can't see the difference between political issues and ego issues. That's what makes this an ego issue for this. That's why this is an ego issue. That's why you have to accept the idea. That's why you have to accept the fact that this is an ego issue and that Trump is driven by his ego because 
just a normal, rational person, you or me, would be able to uh, listen to the words of George W. Bush and at least get behind them to some degree, not take them as a direct criticism, criticism or a direct punch to our gut, which is what Trump does. He views it as an attack. So, yeah, that's the point. Um, you, you can't I can't put George W. in the same class as, as Donald Trump. I don't I don't think there's anyone in, in Trump's class. Trump is is uh, he's his own guy. I mean, he's it's it's unlike anything we've ever seen. And so I, I was wrong to to make that statement that uh, George. Yeah, George W. Bush, you know, he has his issues. Even he was able to see the difference between what is political and what is not political. And you have to respect that. Because in times of disaster and tragedy, you have to be able to look past yourself and realize that your greater goal is to uh, bring people together and, and rally them around a common cause. And Trump's unable to do that. He can't do that. You've seen that this entire time, the way he's been handling this pandemic. When he's on the stage, it's about Trump being on the stage. It's about, it really, it's about winning this next election. Everything you've seen... Uh, with him on the stage recently is just about him winning the next election. It's about me, 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 me. And I don't think that's, I don't think that describes our communities. I don't think that describes our United States. Uh, we are not a, a country of me, me, me. We're a country of we, we, we. And the <laughs> country of we, we, we. We're a country of we, a country of people together, um, working together for common causes. And and so you got to have some respect in that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we have to deal with, with what we have. And hopefully uh, the November election, we can, we can get some cha real change going and, and uh, people will wake up a little bit and see that it's time to make a, make a big change in our president. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk a little bit more about, and this was from the last episode as well, and I was talking about Trump being sort of this, uh, well, a charlatan, a narcissist. I mean, I think when you're a narcissist, um, it sometimes forces you to be a charlatan as well. You have to get on stage and pretend you know uh, everything or you pretend you have the magic formula for whatever it is you're dealing with. If not, you're going to be revealed. And uh, in part, I think that when I was talking about him at the early, the onset of this pandemic, him waving his hand and talking about the pandemic disappearing as if it was going to be, he was making this prediction that it would disappear like a miracle. Now, now think about this. If, if it does, or if it had disappeared like a miracle, where would that left Trump? Uh, he would have fulfilled the prophecy of him being this messianic figure. You see, he just has to say it. It doesn't matter if it's, if, if it comes true or not. If it comes true, that's a bonus, you see, because then he will be the all-knowing. Uh, only he knows. Only he has the answer. And if he's able to say that this thing is going to disappear like a miracle, and then by some chance it does, holy smokes, people would have been bowing, bowing at his feet. You, would, you wouldn't have heard the end of it. We'd be hearing about Trump uh, until the end of days. Uh, we would be hearing about him as some prophet until the end of days. And, but unfortunately, like most charlatans, um, you know, 
you get ex they get exposed for what they really are, and that is a fake. And n there's nothing, nothing. If this pandemic is done, uh, nothing more. It has exposed Donald Trump, hopefully, to those people who see him as this pro prophetic figure. Um, it has exposed him for what he really is, which is just a showman, just a uh, a snake oil salesman. And that's really what you get with Trump. You know, he, you watch him. I mean, it's it's the most embarrassing thing to see him get on stage and pretend like he knows anything about anything. And he does this constantly with everything. He was, uh, where was he at? He was at the CDC a few weeks back and he was talking um, with the CDC director and, and they were giving a, a little bit of a rundown of what had been going on and what was happening uh, around the agency and around the nation. And he just has to, <laughs> he just has to uh, let people know that he has some sort of um, unbelievable aptitude for science, for his understanding. And maybe it's because his uncle was a, a well-renowned scientist. And some of that might have rubbed off on him. He has a, just an uncanny ability to understand things. Man, you, you watch Trump, you listen to his words, you see him on TV, and then you compare him to people like Kim Jong-un or some of those folks, uh, those despots that are out there. Uh, you know, in North Korea, uh, Kim Jong-un is viewed as, um, you know, uh, just, just, just like that. I mean, he's, he's viewed as a messianic type figure. He's, he's, he's above everything. And that's a sort of, that's what Trump wants. He wants nothing more than to be a god.